You're listening to Mysteries and Beliefs Podcast, the show where we discuss a multitude of mind-boggling topics like the paranormal, conspiracies, extraterrestrials, and anything mysterious. If you have a story to tell or just want to add to the conversation, send your thoughts to jwcarterfilmworks at gmail.com or join the Facebook group, Mysteries and Beliefs Podcast with John Carter. See you on the other side. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Mysteries and Beliefs Podcast. The first order of business, I'd like everybody to follow me on Spotify and subscribe on iTunes. If you guys notice, there is no episode number. Today is going to be a special breaking report. I can't say special breaking report because if you listen to it later, then it won't be special or breaking or anything like that. So I'll call it current affair. So what I will do periodically, if I find something interesting in the news, something that may be mysterious, something that may pertain to conspiracies, I will take a look at it and I will bring it on to the show. On today's show, I saw an article in the newspaper about the lost colony of Roanoke. Now, the reason why it was in the news recently is because there was a gentleman by the name of Scott Dawson who wrote a book that came out this past June of 2020. The name of the article was They Were Never Lost. The book that Scott Dawson wrote was called The Lost Colony and the Hatteras Islands. Scott Dawson, he is a native of North Carolina and a native of Hatteras Islands. And his family has deep roots in North Carolina and the area of Hatteras Island. He's also an amateur archaeologist. So what he summed up in his investigating is that they were actually never lost at all. But the lost colony of Roanoke is one of America's unsolved mysteries. So did he solve it? Actually, the lost colony of Roanoke, or what we consider the lost colony of Roanoke, was not the first colony that tried to settle here. The first group of settlers who arrived in Roanoke Island was in 1585. They were only here about a year before they were attacked and ran off back to England by Native Americans. And in 1587, Queen Elizabeth commissioned Sir Walter Raleigh to the task of settling the very first English colony in the New World. He commissioned John White. John White, along with 114 other settlers, along with his daughter, Eleanor Dare, and her husband, set off for the venture. Now, if you guys didn't know, John White's granddaughter, Virginia Dare, was the first child to be born in the New World, or the Americas. Later that year, after setting up their colony, the colonists started to run drastically short on supplies. So John White, being the governor also of the colonies, decided to go back to England to request supplies from Sir Walter Raleigh. Sir Walter Raleigh was the one who actually financed the project. When John White returned, he found that the colony had vanished, vanished off the earth. Bye bye. So his thoughts when he first arrived was they were actually killed by Indians or the remaining survivors probably had died from bad weather or the drought. But in Scott Dawson's book, he did have some clues of what may have happened to the lost colony. I actually I did not read the book, but 
This is something that's recent in the news. I didn't pick up the book to read it. I have watched a lot of different investigative documentaries on a lost colony of Roanoke. Some of the evidence that they had, what they found as far as circumstantial evidence, what led to the disappearance of the lost colony was that they found a bunch of stones. These are called the Dare Stones. These are called the Dare Stones because when they were found, they found carvings from Eleanor Dare. She journaled what may have happened to the lost colony of Roanoke. During the Great Depression, between 1937 and 1940, 48 of these stones were found. Now, they didn't find the stones just in one area. These stones they found around a 300-mile stretch of North Carolina. To rewind just a little bit, when John White arrived back to Roanoke Island, they found on a post the word Croatonin. Croatonin is a name of a Native American tribe and also the name of an island, which we know as Hatteras Island. So there's been a lot of clues or what they speculate being a lot of clues why the colony went missing. The stones were thought to be fake. So they didn't really think that these really led to what happened or where the colonists had went. Some of the archaeologists examined these stones and found that some of them may have been real and some may have been fake. Another thing they found was a map and the map was written or drawn by John White. And what was very interesting about the map They said it was really accurate of the landscape during that time frame. And on that map, they saw a patch and the patch covered a certain portion of the map. And they thought that was maybe the settlers went to go build a fort to protect themselves. So they went a little further inland and tried to build a fort is what they speculated. And the reason why they did that is because of invading Spanish ships that were in the area. Now, I have a little known fun fact. During that time frame in 1857, they were thought to cultivate sassafras. Sassafras they use for a wide variety of things, for food and including medicinal purposes. Now, if you guys did not know that Christopher Columbus may have been responsible for bringing syphilis to the New World. In the 1600s, syphilis ran rapid and the sassafras was thought to be a cure for syphilis. Good old Chris Columbus. But what they found during um, some of the archaeological digs um, and even the site that I mentioned that's on that map that they didn't really find anything or any evidence of the colony being there at all. So what they summed up was that the map may, or the patch on the map may have just been where John White wanted to put a fort for protection. Now, some of the other things that was very interesting that they find as evidence, which I think is kind of damning evidence because they are they are naysayers. There are quite a few people out there that didn't believe that the colony just up and disappeared. If you were stuck someplace and you had no food and you had no supplies, myself, I would try to venture off and find something to eat. But again, they there was a drought and they were low on supplies. 
But my main thing would be my survival and the survival of my people. So I would venture off anywhere I could to try to find some of these supplies. So some of this evidence or some of the artifacts that they found, to sum it up a little bit, I did read some of the reports from a few of the archaeological digs, and I will post them in the show notes. But during these digs, they found some very interesting things. They found a mixture of English and Native American artifacts. What was also interesting about this whole thing is the Croatonin were friendly with the settlers. The English and the Croatonin Indians, or the Croatonin Native Americans, fought against the tribe, the Secatons, who enslaved the Croatonin Native Americans. So that kind of gives you clues right there. Maybe they actually did just go live with the Indians. And the reason why they didn't find anything at some of the original sites is they took everything that they thought they can use, just packed up and took it with them because they were actually running off, running low on supplies. So if they can't get supplies, you take what you got and keep it moving. They also found that another thing that I didn't see or another thing that wasn't really mentioned in some of the um, documentaries and things that I've seen or investigative documentaries that I've seen on the Roanoke Island is that the first thing that John um, White wanted to do when he saw the word Croatonin, he wanted to find the Croatonin Native Americans or the Croatonin Indians. So he actually try to sail from the Roanoke Islands to Croatonin Islands. But what happened was they had a bad storm that didn't allow them or they were unable during a bad storm, they were unable to reach Croatonin Islands. And also there was a mutiny on the ship. So John White went back to England and never tried to come back and find them again. So maybe if he had have made that voyage or if the weather was a little bit better, that would not have been a lost colony of, of Roanoke. But another thing that stands out with some of the evidence that they found, not only the mixture of artifacts in some of the archaeological digs, is that they have Native Americans with blue eyes in that area. So that kind of tells you a little something, something that somebody was mixed up a little bit. So what may have happened was during that time, some people may have died because of the bad weather. I don't recall them saying that they found remains, but there have some people may have ventured off in other places and may have been killed by some of the other Indian tribes or just actually were succumbed to the elements. That's it. Surviving people or another group of people may have just went the right path with the Native Americans and just lived their lives out there. There's no cell phones. There's no landlines. There's nothing at all for them to communicate. There wasn't even ships for them to have someone sail back to England to let somebody know, hey, we're not lost. We're here in this island. So if you guys want to come settle, you know, come on down. We'll go ahead and, you know, make some houses and stuff for you. 
What I failed to mention um, a couple of minutes ago is that they did build housing at that time. They even took the housing with them. Again, if it were me, I would take everything that I could along with me because I don't know when the next time I would get that stuff. To wrap it up with my thoughts is I've always assumed the same thing. I just speculate exactly the same way that Scott Dawson does or mentioned in his or wrote about in his book that these people just ventured off because I would have done the same thing. I would have found food and shelter. And like I said, kept it moving. I just wanted to do a short episode again on a current affair. If you guys have any comments about this, if you guys want to chime in, you got to email me. Email me at jwcarterfilmworks at gmail.com. Join my Facebook group, Mysteries and Beliefs Podcast with John Carter. I am even on Instagram. Just send me a message. Be a part of the community. Be a part of the world. Let me know that somebody's listening out there. I see some downloads, but I don't I don't see any messages. So until next time, guys, peace. Oh, before I say peace, we're going to round up our next episodes of the three part series with the consciousness for episode number 19. So stick around for that one or come back for that one, please. And ciao till next time. Mm -hmm.